Welcome to the Retirepreneur Podcast, where we strive to help women age 50 and over transition from the corporate world into retirepreneurship by reclaiming the resilience in your next. I'm your host, Joy Disro. Each Thursday, you'll hear from guests much like yourself discuss how they built their own retirepreneur empires. I will provide you with inspiration, resources, and tips on taking charge of your mindset, health, and wealth in this phase of life. You will hear from influencers, financial and business-minded experts, as well as authors that will help you navigate your retirement journey. If you're trying to determine when and how you can retire and pivot from the corporate world into a plan B and C, then this podcast is for you. Let's make it happen. Today's guest epitomizes integrity, energy, hard work, and creative service in every detail of your real estate transaction. She has worked every aspect of the industry representing sellers, buyers, and investors in the residential and corporate markets. With years of experience, she has become known as the Atlanta's go-to agent and consistent leader with a reputation for tenaciously protecting her clients' interests, savvy negotiations, cutting-edge marketing strategies, and joining that with uncompromising integrity are just some of the hallmarks of her service. Thanks to her exceptionally loyal clientele, personal referrals and repeat business forms the foundation of her career. Today we have on the show Roz the Realtor, and we are discussing all things resiliency and life in general. I'm so happy to have her here. As you've already listened to the bio, I wanted to share a little bit about how we actually met, which has been several years ago. We were, or myself and my husband, we had a catering company and she was working for a company that we did catering for. And so that's how we met and basically kept in touch over social media. She has a great personality and she actually used to have a podcast and I'm going to have her tell you maybe a little bit more about that. That's one of the first questions that I wanted to get into is your story of how you started in the corporate world, in personal business journey, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, hello there. Thank you for having me. I want to just say thank you again. Um, my, my story, wow, we can, how far can I go back? I think that, you know, being that I was married and I was raising a child, I was a stay-at-home mom for a while, and corporate America was not my first choice, but when the divorce happened, I had to do something with benefits and all the perks I was I was needing. Mm-hmm. And so that's when corporate America became a priority because I was raising a child and I was divorced. And then my journey in real estate was always commercial real estate was where I started in, in corporate America. So I've been doing that for quite a long time. And during my time in commercial real estate, I always wanted to sell houses. So I became licensed back in 2006 as a real estate, you know, realtor. Mm-hmm. And um, But I always did it part-time on the weekends, just for weekends. But through my journey in corporate America, it began to get uncomfortable for me. And, you know, I, I always believe that when things are uncomfortable, it's time for growth and change. Right. 
So as opposed to fighting the discomfort, I leaned into it and went to my prayer closet with my prayer partners. And we, and we kind of figured that thing out. And I decided to take a leap of faith. And I left corporate America in 2016 to become a full-time realtor independently. And it was with prayer and preparation, lots of savings, lots of bill paying in advance to make sure mm-hmm. I was ready. And uh, it worked out. And it has been uh, a true life-changing experience for me because I was always a very dependent wife, always dependent on my husband's, which was not a bad thing, but I never really had that personal independence. Mm-hmm. And I gained that through this real estate career. And uh, my first year, I earned $125,000 and that was unheard of according mm-hmm. to my broker. So mm-hmm. with that being said, I had never earned that much money on my own and it just kind of blew me away. So it changed a lot of things in my life sure. with how I operate and what my goals have, have shifted to be. So so here I am. I'm back in corporate America again, but I'm also still doing real estate full time. Mm-hmm. But instead of just being in Georgia, I'm also a um, licensed realtor in uh, North Carolina as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep myself positioned so that whatever changes come my way, I'm prepared for them. Yes, resilience is a good word. You know, having to mm-hmm. be able to endure everything that comes my way. Here I am. Yeah. And when you said basically transition, I guess, 2016, and that was probably right around that time. And I can't even remember the the catering event when it was, but it might've been probably that same year or the year before Mm -hmm. and right before you were leaving then. It is a lot when people are, you know, going through whatever transition, if, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be a divorce transition could be, and that's huge. I'm sure. Huge. Um, Transition is hard. It's difficult. And we all learn from di- different stages, I guess, from that transition, what depending on what it is mm-hmm. and depending on what's going on in your life and so forth. I appreciate that. What made you get into real estate, though? A commercial or residential? Com- Which one? Com- well, it, I guess commercial because you don't hear too many people in commercial. At least mm-hmm. I don't. Right. So, well, mm-hmm. um, it was a matter of when I when I got divorced, I was working as a temp, mm-hmm. nine to five. But when you have a young right. child that gets yes. sick a few times a week from mm-hmm. school and you have to leave, that mm-hmm. paycheck is never the same. And so it's hard right. to create a stable life. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was dating my husband before I even knew we were going to get married. He was my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my other husband. But anyway, there's a few of them. But anyway, that's another story, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was my friend and he encouraged me to uh, try to find a good company, Roz, that you can have some benefits and some mm-hmm. um, stuff to raise your son. Because every time your son is sick, you have to miss a day or two of work right. and your check is not the same. So mm-hmm. he encouraged me and he said, I'll pay your bills for six months. I'll get you some suits and some resumes done. And you just go out there and find something. So I did that. Mm-hmm. And I just searched through a headhunter mm-hmm. and... Um, I, I got in. It was just the way it was supposed to be because I had right. no experience in commercial real estate. Definitely. And I started off as an office administrative assistant mm-hmm. and had a different role at the end. But it was just good to get into the industry ground level, mm-hmm. not knowing mm-hmm. anything and uh, learning everything from project management to the construction part into property yes. management, which is where I ended up. Right. And it, it was a great journey and a great company for 16 years. I was with mm-hmm. this company. So mm-hmm. they appreciated what I brought to the company and it was a good yes. fit for that time. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. So that's how I got started. And uh, the, yeah. the residential real estate was always a, I loved houses. And I was mm-hmm. purchasing my first home and I had a realtor that was horrible in her customer service. And it just prompted <laughs> me to say, this cannot be what realtors do. And so right. I got my license because it was a bad experience mm-hmm. on buying my house. Mm-hmm. And I just began to do it part time since 2000, 2006. And then mm-hmm. 
it just becomes a natural thing for me because it sure. is it is not something everybody can do. It's not as easy as we right. make it look. It's about relationship skills, actually. It's Definitely. not even about the house. It's about no, that relationship. It's about the relationship. Have. That's right. Anybody can sell a house, but you know, it's how yeah. you how you build that relationship. Yeah. It's how you make them feel. It's how, it's how, yes. yeah, it's how you help them navigate through this process. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that, that, that ability to do that because most of my clients now are people that I sold houses two years ago. So mm. now I'm, they call me to help them sell this house and buy a new one. So it's right. all about referrals now. So That's I'm very right. thankful. It has been truly a, a, a gift for me in so That's many ways. That's a blessing. Yeah. Yes, Especially now during COVID, that's a blessing. <laughs> Referral, repeat customers, whatever yes. industry and business you're in, that, mm-hmm. that is key. That is definitely key. So I know um, funny that you say that too, because me and my husband were talking about, there was something going on. We were talking about referrals or something. Mm-hmm. And he used to be in actually before, well, he always done the catering, always had um, mm-hmm. uh, restaurant before we moved here too and I don't know if you had knew that or not but mm-hmm. we did we had a, a restaurant but he saw he was a salesman car salesman and oh something came up recently and we were talking he said yeah I, I think it was something about a book or and he would have he had all his um, customers in, and he said yeah he said I I can just remember some of the salespeople now. And he would always, sometimes when we're out, mm-hmm. always run into somebody that he sold a vehicle Absolutely. to, or he's seen a vehicle. I sold that vehicle or this, you know, <laughs> that he would know it. Yes. You got to remember that, you know, but he built those relationships and some, and people have, you, you have a unique gift. Some people mm-hmm. just have that unique yeah. character with, building relationships with people so and you definitely do so that's how we connected I think thank you (laughs) I know relationships mean a lot to me I tell you and Mm -hmm. I mean in more ways than one because you can't put a price tag on someone choosing to call you because there's a million realtors out there and and you know I live in North Carolina now and I still live in Georgia too you know Mm -hmm. because I do work in both states and so for someone to call me and they could call someone who's local and want me to help them with their contract and, and help them represent them. It means, it means a lot. I don't mm-hmm, take it lightly mm-hmm, at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at all. Right. I, I, I treasure that. So yes, it's a blessing. Exactly. exactly. So I know our listeners can't see this, but <laughs> you have your Saints hat on. So yes, all ma'am. you Saints fans out there. She Who is- <laughs> Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. That is my yes, hometown. Yes. And I'm going to be a Houdat fan forever. I've been in Georgia since the 80s. You know, I moved <laughs> to Georgia when I was in my 20s and um, mm-hmm. uh, married to a few Falcons. And um, we always had a house divided. <laughs> oh, divided. boy. <laughs> That's another show. I told you that. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, it, we, we've always had a house divided. It was always a Falcons versus the Saints. And, you know, this is mm-hmm. this is what it is. Right. We, that is great. <laughs> So speaking of, and I love uh, New Orleans food and based on, since I've been following you on social media <laughs> and this lady, I tell you what, she needs to come out with a cookbook. She's already said, no, she don't have time for that, but I'm going to somehow persuade her to get a cookbook or a PDF ebook or something and send out of all these dishes. Oh, they look so good. Thank so you. just, so tell us though, just a little bit about your love of cooking. Is it just, has it always been in you? Has no. it just sparked no. or let, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Through this journey of growing and adjusting to life back in 2016, mm-hmm. I uh, had some medical scares, right? Mm-hmm. And having my doctor repeat 
a few warnings scared me. And so I began a weight loss journey in January 2016, where I started going to boot camp every morning at five mm-hmm. o'clock. And I was able to lose a lot of weight right. from just working out and changing what I ate. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I had more control over myself physically, nutrition wise, when I prepared it myself. Now, the love for the food, I love food from New mm-hmm. Orleans. Come on. I mean, how can I not? Right. But I think that the joy in preparing and cooking food came when I realized I could still enjoy my food and not have to gain weight. Mm. I, I learned a way to do that. And because I like colors, I like vegetables, I like yes. all kinds of food. Um, it's, it's therapeutic for me. When I'm stressed mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. I just go in the kitchen and start cooking. And okay. it works. And I like it. It does. The food. It does. It is therapeutic for me. So yeah. just so happened, I, I enjoy it. I don't eat it all. My neighbors love me because <laughs> they know that Roz was cooking. They bring the wine. But I do enjoy cooking. I have thought about uh, a restaurant, nothing major, nothing. But just a day that I could have one day where mm-hmm. the people could come in with a surprise menu. Whenever right. the food's gone, pop I'm closing. Pop-up pop shops. Pop-up mm-hmm. shop, yeah, because yeah. I enjoy yeah. it. So yeah. Um, yeah. it might happen. The cookbook. Yeah. I've been I've been thinking about it and pushing it back for yeah. a while, but um, I may do something. Yeah, something. I, please, I do. please do. Please because do. Because I enjoy I my in... food and I want to share it. Right. I love seafood and I could eat it every day. And you so. know that's what I eat every day, almost. I know, right. I know. Just about based on your pictures, yes, I can tell. <laughs> So yeah, one day, one day I'm going to have something pretty and colorful. And I think I want to do a few hardback books for my clients as right. gifts. As a that would be nice. Cutting board. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They, they would, they would have nice. something for me by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something mm-hmm. in the near okay. future. Okay. In the near future. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Near future is future is future. So we won't put a date on it. We that's correct. We won't put a date on it. So tell us, you did have a podcast yourself and it was called The Real it was you, called the, the Real Raw Show. Ross, okay. And that show came about when I went through a divorce. Once again, I have to mm-hmm. keep that's a part mm-hmm. of my journey. I can't, I yes, can't expect it, it to happen. I had I was one of those wives that got completely lost and didn't even know who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when the divorce happened, I'm like, okay, what what am I what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. What do I enjoy? Mm-hmm. I did not know anything about myself because I was completely sure. Lost is the word I'm going to use. And so during the time of trying to figure out who Roz was again, to get to know myself again, I met a young lady on Facebook, Stephanie Thomas, who is mm-hmm. still, she's a realtor as well. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she still does podcasts. And I'm not really sure. I don't follow her like I used mm-hmm. to, but mm-hmm. she and I met and I began to be one of her co-hosts uh, on mm-hmm. her show. Um, and that was called, what was it? Chat Atlanta. It was four females, almost okay. like The View. It was called right. Chat Atlanta. And we would go uh-huh. out to, live, to little venues every weekend and have a live audience. That was fun. And then I ventured off and did the Real Raw show mm-hmm. on my own. Uh, but that show was about relationships. Go figure, right? It was okay. about issues between the sex. It's always an issue uh-huh. between men and women. That's we can true. Try to figure that out. Never mm-hmm. have the answers. But it was a good dialogue we had every Thursday night. It came on the same time that Scandal came on, so it was a challenge. Ooh. But you know that was competition, right? <laughs> that Scandal. was, yes. Right. So the Real Raw Show was born then. Uh, but when I began to do real estate full time, it was really time consuming, and I, and I lost the zest for it. It became mm-hmm. more like a chore than fun. Yeah. I still have a private group that I engage with some of my followers and listeners. Good. Uh, that we still have those same kind of conversations. I might yeah. do it again because I love doing my podcast. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and who knows? You could maybe do something there, possibly. Right? You never know, you know? Yeah. yeah, you definitely do. You definitely do. I like that. So you've already mentioned some of the 
challenges and things that you've overcome from going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. What about any lessons learned that you have? What have you learned through some of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and without pointing a finger at anybody, this is about my experience for mm-hmm. me as mm-hmm. I've grown. I've learned to be true to myself uh, because you, you can fake and play a game with pleasing somebody like it's okay. And if it's not okay, eventually it's going to come out that it's not okay. And I just believe I'm a big communicator. And Mm -hmm. um, I just think it's important to be real with yourself and you can be real with somebody else too. I just, I learned a lot from not, Mm -hmm. not being better with my communication about Mm -hmm. saying how I felt about saying Mm -hmm. what someone's action made me feel like, you know, trying to hold it in. And it's like, you cannot suppress Mm -hmm. that for too long. And so, so now I'm just very uh, wide open. Right, and it, right, and it might and it might hurt a few feelings, but I mean, it's it's important that Roz is okay in this transition, right? That that is true. Our listeners know they are <laughs> over fifty, and yes. we are over fifty women. Mm-hmm. You know, we are wide open. We mm. will say what we feel, and yes. you know, been bottled up possibly for many right. years, and right. it won't matter. And you know, it can be a good thing because we it's need not a we bad need thing. to release. It's not. We need Listen, to release. Perfect example of being real with yourself. I was invited to a fishing trip this past weekend, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when I was invited, the person invited me assumed that I was going to spend the whole weekend because that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, I was only interested in the fishing experience. I didn't want to stay the whole weekend. Right. So he probably thought I was joking. Um, we get there, we go to the lake, we're fishing, we're having fun, we're laughing. I mean, it was just a fun time. Mm-hmm. But after it was over, I was ready to get in my car and come home because that's what I had on my agenda. Right. And unfortunately, I guess he thought maybe I was going to change my mind, but I had to <laughs> keep it real, right? As the real Roz would do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, listen, I told you that I was just going to come for the fishing experience and, and I want to go home. He said, but I can't believe you don't want to stay. And I'm like, I just don't. I said, it's nothing personal. I just don't want to stay. Right. And it's just interesting because the old Roz, just to keep the peace, peace to keep him from being upset. I would have mm-hmm. stayed and been mad with myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I can't mm-hmm. do that. I owe, I owe me honesty. And I just have to keep it real. And I'm sorry. That's just the way life is. That That is so true. And I mean, so many know, people need to hear that. And I, I know women out there have been in similar situations, I'm sure. and mm-hmm. But they went on and settled. Mm-hmm. And but you will reach to that point. So it's mm-hmm. okay. It's all okay to forgive yourself and to, to move forward. Yes. So, yes. Um, so good for you then yes. for this weekend. <laughs> yes. I had a good time. Listen, but I, I had a, yeah. you know, when I got home. So did you catch anything? Oh, I was not trying to catch. I was sitting was down not- with a life vest on and let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I was, because you know, my life is 24 seven nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. To be on a fishing boat. Listen, the motor was quiet. They were sitting in a spot trying to catch the fish. It was he and his nephew. I had, I was bundled up with my life vest, my scarf, my hat, my water boots, and I slept and enjoyed that calmness. It was no cell phone reception. There was no texting, no emails. It was beautiful sun. It was cool, breezy. And I'm thinking, this is, this is nice. Who does this? This is relaxing. Right. And I learned something that I need to disconnect from a lot of stuff. And that's what I do with my cooking. When I disconnect, Mm -hmm. I cook. Because it makes me happy and it relaxes me. But mm-hmm. that boat ride was really about me relaxing. I was well, glad to be there. That's great. That's great. I didn't yeah, catch so any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they caught 15, <laughs> well, 15 fish, which was nice. But 
Right. I enjoyed my rest. It was needed. It was definitely yes, needed. It was. Tell me what's on the horizon. We talked about the podcast, but is there anything else that you want to do, you know, maybe with the community or maybe you do something now with the community or, you know, just something that in the back of your mind, you would like to say, this is what I would like to do on my bucket list, so to speak. Right. You know, I think that Right now, currently, I work with a nonprofit in North Carolina, Research Triangle Foundation, and we're all about the community. I mean, if we mm-hmm. we are we are offering free office space to new entrepreneurs that need to get started, sometimes we give them. It's just it's a lot that we give to the community right. to help them grow, to nurture them, um, and I like being a part of that. That's a part mm-hmm. of my corporate world, yes. uh, my personal world. I love working with senior citizens because my mom, before she left this earth, she was Mm -hmm. a senior citizen and so many of her neighbors in her community did not have the love and attention that my mom got. And it kind of broke my heart to see, Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. want some attention in some company. So when I would come by, they would all gather around just to see Doris's daughter rise, you know, with her convertible car, pulling up, taking (laughs) her mom to Walmart. And I thought, this is just simple stuff for my mom and I, but for Mm -hmm. these people, they didn't have that, you know, and it just, Mm -hmm. and so, if I can have an opportunity to go and read to them, to run some errands for them, that yes. is something that I would like to have some free time to do just to let right. them know that they're not alone. Because think about it, you know, I'm not 21 anymore and I have mm-hmm. a son, but I'm thinking as you get older in this life, you know, you, you recognize you're getting older, you know, things are not mm-hmm. the same, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and your thoughts change, your concerns and your fears, they all exactly. change. Exactly. And I'm do. thinking... When I was uh, diagnosed with arthritis just a year ago, it changed my perspective on a lot of things that I don't take for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think about if I was 80 or 75 and I knew my physical limitations, Mm -hmm. it's psychologically, it'll mess with you. So I just think about how a simple conversation would just make them smile, Smile. running an errand just to go and see them and bring them something without them expecting it. That just Mm -hmm. makes a difference, Mm -hmm. you know? So that is on my list of things that I want to start doing more of. Making some nice food for them, not too spicy, Mm -hmm. but um, just doing them some genuine love and care without having to have any expectations. Because most of these people, their children are there. They're just waiting for Mm -hmm. them to die to get the money. And that's the sad part. Mm -hmm. Spend time with Mm -hmm. them and, and... and value their presence because we're all going to leave here one day. That's right. That's you know, right, that's right. But yeah. just being kind to some elders would really, mm-hmm, really be good mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I love That'll that. My heart. Yes. Yes. I love it. Well, Ross, uh, I think uh, my final question is what I ask all my guests on the show is okay. leave us with a, either a resiliency tip or something that you can say that you feel that you are, you have become more resilient throughout your journey? Let me, let me say this, and and it's not even hard to even come up with, because of my faith, because of my footing, because of my foundation, knowing whom all blessings come from, that is, that is one of the values that I am thankful to have. And I use that foundation in my corporate world in my professional personal life, uh, because it's, it's who I am. You know, I trust the process. Nothing is by accident. It's all a part of the plan. We don't have the blueprint, but we have to trust it and go mm-hmm. with it because mm-hmm. my life has shifted in so many ways and it keeps me humble. Really. It, it yes. just keeps me in a place of, wow, this was not me. Like when I have the clients that call me for real estate, it's not me. You know, I can't say, oh, I'm just that. No, this is a part of the plan. Whatever this plan is, I don't know. I'm just going to just 
be positioned to receive the blessings as they come and keep making sure that his light shines through me because that's how I operate. Well, your light definitely <laughs> shines bright, and that's why thank people you. call her the real Ross. Thank so you. So thank you. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, and hope we can do it again. Oh, we are going to do it again. I think on the relationships, for sure. Yes, that would be a good one, honey. <laughs> I'll probably have the mic that night. Uh, I think so. <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. You're welcome. I sure hope you were able to take away a gem or nugget from this episode. Make sure you send out an SOS to all your friends, that is, share or subscribe to this podcast. We're on a mission to help inspire, motivate, and transform as many women as we can transition into their best next chapter and advance in their retirement journey to better health and financial wellness. See you in the next chapter every Thursday right here on The Retirepreneur. Again, I'm your host, Joy Disrow.